Good morning, Delaware. Welcome to Off the Shelf. It's great to have you here. Good morning, Nicole. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you, George? Oh, I'm just wonderful. It feels like spring, even though we've had a little cooler towards the end of the week. But boy, did it feel nice earlier this week. You know, I'm I'm that Midwesterner who is like, well, I'm only going from my house to my car and then my car to my place of employment, so I don't wear a coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to pull out the old windbreaker again today. So I, I do leave one in my car, like just in case I am going to actually walk someplace. Or in... because it's Ohio and it could have been 40 degrees cooler cooler when you got back in your car than it was when you got in. Exactly. So, yeah. So our guest this morning is Harla Lawson, the uh, branch manager at the Ostrander Branch Library. Good morning, Harla. Good morning. Nice to be here. It's great to have you here. We have so much going on at Ostrander next week, and we can't wait to get into talking about it. So. Yes, we have a lot. Yes. <laughs> Did, didn't you look at a calendar when you... Oh, I know. I, I should have somehow. <laughs> you but, made this. I you know. did this. I, I tell that to my husband all the time. I'm like, you did this. <laughs> Before we start talking about what we're reading, writing, I got the latest edition of Check It Out, the Spring 22 edition of our newsletter. Yes. Who is this handsome devil on the cover of <laughs> Check It Out? And it's not me. He is he is our new friend. His name is Percival, and we uh, like to call him Percy for short. He is a, um, a fuzzy blue um, with beautiful iridescent purple and green hair unicorn. <laughs> those colors look vaguely familiar, aren't they? Why would I know those three colors so well? Well, the they might have been made with the intention to go along with the Delaware County District Library brand because he is our brand ambassador, or as some might call him, a mascot. <laughs> <laughs> we will be talking about when you might have your first opportunity to meet Percival, or Percy as we call him, mm-hmm. uh, in the second half of the show. Yes, so. yes. And, and if you were on social media at all this week, uh, you would have seen his introduction on Facebook and Instagram yesterday mm-hmm. um, and yeah he's just he's he's really delightful <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be very popular as a brand ambassador yes uh, there were there were a group of children um, who got to meet him a little bit earlier than all of the rest of the um, the community and they also got the spring check it out in their hands uh, this week because it is read across America week and uh, dr. Seuss's birthday and uh, they were very excited to see their birthday on the cover. <laughs> Imagine that three-year-olds in a focus group. Yeah, yeah, nope. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> All right, so what what are you reading, listening to, binging on this week, Nicole? I finished a book that is a little woo-woo. You know, I can sometimes get out there with my books. Um, this one is nonfiction. It's almost like an autobiography. It's by a woman named Laura Lynn Jackson, and it's called The Light Between Us, uh, Stories from Heaven, Lessons for the Living. Oh. And it's a story about, um, she tells her life story and basically tells a little bit about how, um, let me tell you first how I found out who Laura Lynn Jackson is. There's a show on Netflix and it's called Surviving Death. And uh, like episode one talks about like near death experiences and interviews a lot of people who have had near-death experiences and a lot of them have similarities no matter what walk of life they're coming from where they're located you know a lot of them are like I saw something and I felt some way and it all kind of goes in hand in hand um and so they they talk to they interview a lot of different people and so she's interviewed on this show um and she's interviewed as like a psychic or a medium or whatever you want to call it um some people just call it like being sensitive you know having a feeling having a gut an intuition a reaction to something and I was just really 
I don't know. She felt when they interviewed her, she felt very calming. And for some reason, intuition, I was like, I want to <laughs> see if she was written a book. And she had. And so I looked it up and I and I checked out The Light Between Us. And it's a very easy read. Uh, each chapter is a story. And um, it's not going to take you more than, you know, a couple days to get through. Or if you read it, just a story or two at a time. It might take you a week. And it talks about how she's always kind of followed her intuition, um, why she's really um, curious about what intuition and science have to do with each other. Because she was like, I always have these gut feelings and I always see these things and feel like I know these things, but I want to test it. You know, so then she goes and and she kind of subjects herself to different like scientific testings of it. And it's just really, really fascinating. So um, I don't know. I would recommend it if you're they recommend it on Goodreads. um, If you've read Proof of Heaven, which is the story about the neuroscientist who had a near death experience. Mm -hmm. Um, If you like that book, you might like this book. Um, But basically, it's kind of how she found peace um, through a scientific understanding of her intuition and just different little like woo woo kind of weird coincidental moments all all throughout her life. So it's called The Light Between Us. Sounds good. Great. Thank you. Harlan, what have you been reading or listening to? Yes, I just uh, listening to is what the one I wanted to share about today. It is um, actually in preparation for, and I had to work in the medieval fair right? Uh, that we have at uh, June 4th coming up uh, for summer reading. We'll be having our medieval fair at the Ostrander branch. And so in preparation for that, I'm reading Hood, or just finished Hood by Stephen Lawhead. And it's a story of about Robin Hood, historical oh. fiction. Um, he's written a, a series on it. Tuck is the next one about Friar Tuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just finished Hood and our Caleb Kramer, who is one of our library associates, um, volunteered sort of to uh, <laughs> to have the Sherwood Forest part of our medieval fair. So we're cool. very, it's, this is a new a new station for us. So um, we're very excited to have that. So I want to be Friar Tuck. Oh, we need a fryer tuck. <laughs> I know somebody who could probably make me like a, a monk's yes, robe. Yes, that's that probably would be an easier costume. You hear that yes. one, hon? Yes, <laughs> yes, we would love that because we do need fryer tuck. Um, so it's a great uh, historical fiction. Stephen Lawhead is one of a uh, very favorite author of mine, but um, he's he's done a good job with it. It really has that medieval fair mm-hmm. uh, feel to it. So uh, that's just my I'm I'm preparing mentally for the medieval fair. Well, could you liken the story to any of the Robin Hoods that we know? Like there's the Disney and there's the Men in Tights and there's you know Earl Flynn. so many other versions. Could you liken it, it to any of those? Um, not the Disney version so much. <laughs> it, it is there. Very, um, uh, but the other ones, yeah, in in ways because it definitely hits um, British history and mm-hmm. Wales and um, just definitely a feel for the time. Um, he really captures the the era, mm-hmm. the whole historical feel of it. So he gives you a lot of history along with what's happening with the characters. He introduces some new ones. Um, so it's yeah, it's been really it's been very fun reading it and getting some history in that and getting in the mood for medieval fair. So Yay! That sounds great. Fun. Yeah, highly recommended. Cool. And who, you said it's Hood by, who's the author again? Uh, Stephen Lawhead. Stephen Lawhead. Okay, great. Um, I was going to be all ready for last week's show for Black, the end of Black History Month mm-hmm. um, because I have been reading March by John Lewis, mm-hmm. the, the three-volume uh, graphic novel version of his life. And, so, of course, then I did, couldn't make last week's show, so I didn't get to talk about it, but I'm not wasting it because this is a really good set of books. Um, all of these are available in paper or in ebook format from us. Um, and so... March is kind of like the culmination of the impact of graphic literature on its readers because 
this starts out with John Lewis being introduced to the work and philosophy of Martin Luther King through a comic book titled Martin Luther King and the Montgomery Story. Uh, James Lawson, who was an organizer for a group known as the Fellowship for Reconciliation, introduced Lewis to the concept of nonviolence and civil disobedience through this comic book. Interesting. Um, so anyway, the three volumes of March take Lewis's story from his uh, intellectual and emotional commitment to the civil rights movement and especially to nonviolence um, as a student in high school and then through college. And it's it's um, starts with his kind of awakening with things like the Montgomery bus boycott and things like that. Uh, but then through the uh, the march across the Edmund Pettus Bridge on the walk from Selma to Montgomery that included Bloody Sunday. Mm-hmm. So book one uh, begins with a framing device where Lewis is talking to some kids who are in his office on January 20th, 2009. They're there for the inauguration of Barack Obama as president. Um, he tells the kids his story from growing up on a chicken farm on his father's land in Pike County, Alabama. And he talks about how his parents wanted him basically to just get along to go along. You know, they didn't want him to make a fuss. They didn't want to be him being an activist. But he had other relatives who were really interested in, in the burgeoning civil rights movement. Um, so he he kind of, without his parents really knowing, got involved in this. <laughs> um, so then that, that covers the, the, the beginning of the movement. And it kind of covers through the, um, if I'm remembering correctly, let me just check real quick. It takes you through uh, the early the, the sit-ins down south to kind of um, break up the segregated lunch counters and that sort of thing. Um, book two covers the Freedom Rides from the early 60s and concludes with the bombing of the Birmingham church that killed the, the four little girls. Mm-hmm. Um, this shocked the nation enough that it actually led to the passage of the Civil Rights Act uh, under the President Johnson. Then the book three takes us through the fight for voting rights and the, uh, the and also through the early splits in the civil rights movement. There were those who really wanted to cling to King's version of nonviolence and civil disobedience. And then there were others who were willing to take a little more direct action, who wanted to fight back, who didn't want to just you know turn the other cheek when people were blasting fire hoses and uh, lynching and, and everything else. So... Uh, through the through the heart of that, then Lewis ends up resigning as the chairman of the Student Nonviolating Nonviolent Coordinating Committee when they became a little more uh, willing to accept violence, mm-hmm. and so he he backed off at that point. And that's basically where the trilogy ends. There is a fourth book called Run, which takes him through his early days in politics, and he was working on that when he passed away, and it was eventually published posthumously. Mm. This is a, an excellent read. It's a it's a great introduction to the civil rights movement from one of the leaders who lived through everything basically. I mean, he was just a teenager when the, um, the Montgomery boycott bus boycott started, but he was there, like it says, from from there all the way through the point where Obama was not only elected president, but he was really one of the grand old men of the House of Representatives and greatly respected. Uh, the story is very well told. The art is good. Um, the author, uh, John Lewis and Andrew Aiden, A-Y-D-I-N, are credited as the authors. The the illustrator is Nate Powell, and he just does a beautiful job of capturing the time and of capturing the story. It's also a very inspirational book because it's all about sticking to your beliefs in the face of almost insurmountable opposition. And so you, you come away from the book feeling like there is always hope mm-hmm. and that if you continue to, to, to work on your beliefs and continue to develop them as long as you live, you can, you can make good trouble, as John Lewis used to say. So I really recommend it. It's, like I said, it's available in ebook or in paper format. It's called March, 
books one, two, and three. And I uh, hope you get a chance to, to give them a read. So we are going to take a break here. When we come back, we are going to be talking about the multiplicity of things happening at the Ostrander branch in the coming weeks. So whatever you do, stay tuned. And welcome back to Off the Shelf. We are here with uh, Harlow Lawson from the Ostrander Branch Library. Before we get started, I also neglected to mention our great friend Gage Tellis behind the board this morning. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Always great to have you back. It seems like of a while course. since it's been all of us together. Yes. So, um, anyway, it's good to, good to be back here. And so I also want to mention that this weekend we have a big book sale at the Delaware Library from the Friends of the Library, the garage, which has been basically refitted as a very small bookstore <laughs> right. uh, with shelving and everything now, makes it a lot easier to find your way around. The, the books will be in the garage, and in the community room inside the library, we will have a huge assortment of DVDs, CDs, uh, books, recorded books of various types. Uh, some of them are MP3 books. Some of them are on CD. So it's a, a real variety of things. And you're not going to find better prices in town. No. Uh, the, the, the books are by the bag, uh, by the friend's bag, and the uh, DVDs and CDs are a buck a piece. It's, I mean, you can't miss them. Yeah, you it's really the best deal. Yeah. Fill, get a bag, fill the bag, refill the bag, exactly. dump the bag, <laughs> refill the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also want to mention that the tickets for the program with William Kent Kruger on uh, April 27th went on sale this week as well. So yes. there are tickets available. If you're a friend of the library, you get a $5 discount on the tickets. Um, there are also, if there are any tickets left, they will be selling tickets to a special lunch mm -hmm. with Mr. Kruger on that afternoon before the program, uh, which also includes a copy of his latest book and a chance to get it autographed by him there at lunch. So uh, look for that on DelawareLibraryFriends.org mm -hmm. uh, or Eventbrite. And you can find it on the Delaware Library events page too. Oh, that's great. So many places so to make it places. easy. You can't get away from it. <laughs> So, Harla, how are you yes. doing? I'm doing I'm doing very well. Busy. I hope you're getting your rest this weekend because you got a heck of a week yes. coming up. Yes. Um, somehow that happened. Everything happened in one week. Um, we do. We have. We start off actually on this coming Saturday. Um, we are bringing back the kids cookbook club. Yay! Um, yes, the return. It, it was yes. It was. It's been what two two years or yeah. so since we've been able to mm -hmm. have this program, and we're thrilled to have it and offered. It was always one of our most popular ones in the past. So uh, Lori Post, who is our youth services specialist, will be hosting this program and uh, kids cookbook club. They'll be making hand pies. It'll be um, and they're uh, focusing on the book baking with children. And uh, by Leah Brooks. I and prefer flour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you shouldn't bake with children. Yeah, baking with children. Well, that's true. <laughs> that went right over. <laughs> we won't actually be baking the children, however, <laughs> but we will Shucks. be making uh, hand, hand pies. Um, the the supplies are all uh, provided, supplied by the library, and the kids come and just take part. And Lori will be leading them through the. The making of them, the baking of them, and the eating of them. Oh, wonderful. So it's a it's a really fun program for school aged children, basically six to eleven year olds. Um, so you can come. There's no registration. Just come on this Saturday at one o'clock. It's really we'll nice ready. to just teach them some independent skills. You it know, I, I mean, my daughter is is seven, and I'm like, yes, you can make yourself lunch. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and they love it. Yes. they really like to do that. Exactly. So it's uh, we're expecting a good crowd, and uh, looking forward to that program very, very much. Yes. Next week too, um, we have on Tuesday the eighth. Uh, we have our photographs of the past, mm -hmm. and this is a project I've been doing for years and years, collecting old photographs of Ostrander. 
And um, so we kind of de- I decided to make a day of it from two to six thirty. People can bring their old photographs, and I know you have them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're in your closet, under your bed, maybe tucked down in the basement. There are tubs of old pictures. Go through them, find some old uh, pictures of Ostrander and Scioto Township, Mm -hmm. uh, bring them to the library. We will scan them, uh, give them right back to you, and uh, we will add those to our database of a growing database of pictures and memorabilia from the old days of Ostrander and Scioto Township. Um, I will say I've been promoting this for a couple of weeks now, and already we're, uh, people ask if they could bring them in early, so uh-huh. uh, we they have been. I've been getting emails with attachments, and uh, a, a, one of our patrons brought in several items today um, for us to scan, and then she'll come back later and pick them up. So um, we're getting them early. That is absolutely fine. Um, but the day, uh, the, our main day is this coming Tuesday from 2 to 6.30. So look for those pictures. We'd love to have them. I've got to say, one of the golden ones we've gotten most recently was a picture of a hotel um, before the fire. I believe it was in 1923 uh, that Ostrander, the main business section of Ostrander, burned. This is a picture prior to that of um, one of the hotels that burned. Ostrander had two hotels. Two Two and an opera house. But... All of that burned in the fire, um, and this is a picture of the the um, hotel with the owner Rosa Price in front of it, and it's it's, it's priceless. What amazing work! Yeah, that, it's cool. Yeah, that it's is just kind of cool if you're into that kind of stuff. That and is I am. so cool. I mean, yeah, it, it, it is I mean, neat. That's such a great role for the public library to be maintaining those sorts of things as well. Yeah, yeah working with the historical societies and everything, but yes. also that kind of proactive approach to grabbing these pictures before they get. You know, Somebody yep. like my grandkids, yes. when they look at it, they might just throw it away. Yes. Not knowing that there's anything valuable to it. Right. So yeah. it's crazy exactly. you're saving them. It, it does happen with photographs. You, The next generation doesn't know who they are and doesn't look important. So they, they go. They go. Yep. They yeah. go out. So. Uh, so we have that coming up next Tuesday. Um, Thursday of next week, the 10th, we have a our first teen program in ages Yay. as well. We're very All of these programs are in person. Yes. Uh, Shannon Schilling is the teen librarian for uh, Delaware, and we share her with Delaware. So she's coming out to Ostrander to offer a teen program for, and it's middle school and teens. Um, she's going to do games and trivia and some fun stuff with the kids starting at 530. Uh, it'll be about an hour long, but it'll be our first little dip into that, that teenage world again. And so yeah. we're very excited to offer that and very happy that Shannon's on board with us on that one. Um, we have the next day is Homeschool Book Club, which is very uh one of my favorite programs. I love this one. Uh, homeschool children, are. Uh, we have a theme every month, and they are given an opportunity to read a book and then give an oral book report. And these present presentations are fascinating. Mm-hmm. They do a fabulous job. And it's really um, anyone in, in any grade. You know, yes. the whole family can, because many, many times with homeschool families, you know, the whole family's learning together. Absolutely. So bring the whole family to the club. Yeah, it is really, it's fun to watch watch the kids uh, develop as they the first book report they're barely you know they're shaking and they hardly know what to say by the time they've gotten a couple months in they're the doing um, powerpoint presentations and <laughs> yeah all kinds of great posters we just have all kinds of things that happen with that and it's it's wonderful being a part it's one of my favorite programs so that's and the theme this but, month is women's history month right right so, so yeah. we'll be celebrating uh women's books and um different people and different women and so it's, it should be really really good um, we do have our story times every Thursday. Lori Post does those uh, for preschoolers. So we're very, very happy to invite you to come bring your toddler to story time at Ostrander. We love it. Um, we also have two adult book groups uh, that meet. Uh, Kathy Kelly does our morning group, and she does it every first Wednesday of the month at 11 a.m. She has a, 
a blast. We we sit out at the desk and we could hear them laughing. Yes. And talking and <laughs> yeah. laughing some more. So it, they have a great time in there. I host the evening group uh, the fourth uh, Tuesday night of every month. And so we're coming up on that one. We're going to be reading Fast Girls by Elise Hooper. And it's about the Olympics in the 30s. Oh. And some girls, it's a, not, it's a uh, historical fiction, but they are um, they're runners in the in the fast girls. So. Nice. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. It looks to be a very, very good book. I'm not finished with it yet. Almost. Oh, that's great. Wow. You don't, you don't hear much about the women runners back then. You hear, I mean, no. you always hear about Jesse Owens and people right. like that, but mm-hmm. you don't hear right. about the women runners as much. So. Yeah. And this one starts on how they were discovered kind of thing and then builds into their training and then absolutely going to the Olympics and how unusual that was for mm-hmm. that time. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's going to be a good book. I think that's so. great. Wow. Yeah, we have a lot All going that on. Great activity <laughs> right there in Ostrander. And yes. I, I always think about that when I drive through Ostrander because you know the elevators there and the train tracks and yeah. you think what this must have been like when the trains were you know constant and it, yeah, you can understand why there would have been hotel maybe even two. Yes. And so mm-hmm. Yes. That's amazing. And an yeah. opera house. And an opera. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot so. going on. Ostrander's gone through a lot of different times, and if anybody's driven out there recently and uh, just viewed all the new houses growing and mm-hmm. building being built out in that area, it's definitely growing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So we got a couple other things going on this week. Uh, I <laughs> want to mention on Thursday, if you're not at the Homeschoolers Book Club, in the <laughs> afternoon at 2 o'clock and then at 6 o'clock at the Delaware Library, we have Rosa Parks and Friends presented by uh Bright Star Theater Company, mm-hmm. and yes. uh, the same group that did the African Folk Tales and, uh, and and did the Martin Luther King program a couple of years ago on, on, I guess it was last year on Zoom. Yes. They are terrific. If you saw African Folk Tales, you know how much energy these guys put into their presentations. It'll be a lot of fun. And so that's at 2 o'clock at Orange and at 6 o'clock at Delaware this coming Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. Did I say Thursday? Yeah, it's all right. That's not all right. It is. I should get these things right. Friday the 11th, uh, Delaware City Schools is closed, and I believe there are many other uh, local schools in the area that are closed as well due to teacher and service days. So okay. that um, okay. if you are like me and you have to be home with your children on those days, bring them to the library. Definitely. <laughs> what a great idea. Yeah. What, a, what a great idea. You know what else is fun? Um, Books and Brews is coming uh, back yes. this week, too. Um, it's coming back on Wednesday. It's a 530 um, um, one at the Pal Daily Growler, and they are talking The Lost Apothecary by Sarah Penner, which has gotten all of the like big reviews this spring. Uh, so people are really excited about Books and Brews coming back. We do ask that you register for your seat for that one, um, just so we know how many uh, seats to reserve um, at the Daily Growler. Um, and then I'm super excited. We can't say that we own this program, but we are happy to host it um, in like two Mondays from now, um, the, or two Tuesdays from now, actually. The um, no Monday. I was sorry. I was wrong. Monday the fourteenth. Uh, we are hosting Mindy McGinnis's release party for oh, the yes. last laugh, which is uh, the duology, the se- the second uh, in the duology um, to the initial insult. And um, we're really happy. Beanbag Books uh, is kind of shifting spaces right now. They're doing some renovations, and so they couldn't host her, but they wanted to have a party for her. So. It's going to be at our house. It's going to yes. be at our house. So I'm so excited. <laughs> I was in Beanbag Books in their pop-up location yesterday. Uh, let's see. No, on Wednesday mm-hmm. to pick up a gift card for my granddaughter, whose mm-hmm. birthday is actually today. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Mallory. Um, and so, uh, yeah, they had uh, signs up about this and uh, just delighted to see it. So, yeah. Anyway. We would be remiss also if we didn't give like a super early plug to Saturday, April 23rd at 2 o'clock in Ostrander, yes. which is when you're having the unicorn party. Yes. That you know, will be your, may be your first opportunity to come out and shake 
hooves with give a hip bump yeah, yeah. yeah. and I was Percy. thinking he's very tall he is <laughs> so very tall way yes. Up. Yes. toddlers will look way up we <laughs> are really pleased to host this um this was a program that was planned right before uh we shut down mm-hmm. and uh for covid and so this we actually had the plans and everything and uh Lori's been wanting to do it again and finally we we got the okay to go with the um, unicorn yes, yeah. the, and it was perfect <laughs> because now we had a unicorn right right and there will be some live unicorns there as well oh my uh, we have a, gosh. a local gal that um can make that happen so <laughs> wow uh, it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine we'll have percy and then we'll have some other unicorns and lots of activities going on that afternoon, so yeah. the 23rd of April. It's so exciting. See, between the medieval fair and the unicorn party, Ostrander is a magical place. We, <laughs> oh, right. perfect. Yes, <laughs> it, it truly is in some ways, that's for sure. Well, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Nicole, for being here. Oh, it's a and pleasure. And Carla, always glad to have you on the show here. It's a thank pleasure. You. Thank Gage, you thank you. Thanks to our friends in the library. Don't forget the book sale Saturday at the Delaware Library from 9 to 3. And we will see you in the stacks.